0: we're on the road with mickey we're gonna have some fun regardless of the rain or sun our trip has just begun so buckle up let's go we're about to start the show and maybe if you like us you'll see where else we'll go hi everyone i'm sophie he's mike welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe Hopefully, you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now, a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road.
1: Hey everyone. I'm Mike and she's Sophie. Hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is podcast episode number 44 for November 2nd, 2020, and our feature topic this week is some nighttime experiences at Disney. Um you know with with pandemic Going on nighttime experiences are not what they used to be, but there we're are gonna
0: few and far between. That's what are. I have to say.
1: They are, but we're going to go over some of the ones that we have um, experienced in the past and look forward to when we can experience them again in the future, right? Right. But first, like always, we have some cheddar from the big cheese, and sadly, most of this cheddar is not good news but we're gonna give it to you anyway and um, and just remember to keep the cast members in your thoughts okay um, the first is that um, the layoffs at Disney continue unfortunately um, we've heard that practically all of the cast members if not all of them that work on the stage shows, and things like that For example, Festival of the Lion King And Finding Nemo the Musical Have been laid off The list is long and sad And our thoughts and prayers go out To all the cast members affected And their families Now just remember, like Sophie mentioned last week If you wish to help them out The cast member pantry Is a place you can go To um, to donate Towards their, their, their well-being um, they are accepting donations And if you wanted to leave a donation You would send money via Venmo To the at cast member pantry address um, And any donation is of course Greatly appreciated by them they're, they're doing good work there To help out their fellow cast members So um, So just keep that in mind And in one other bit of COVID news the government in France has implemented a mandatory lockdown due to a spike in cases in Europe And as a result, Disneyland Paris is having And they closed effective October 30, 2020 Word is that they're going to try and reopen in February And that they're still going to be able to do something Christmas But I don't have any details on what that something is So... So that's just two of a slew of a slew of negative things that have been happening. But um, but you know, you probably heard it all anyway already. So Sophie, why don't you give us some good news?
0: I would love to give us some good news. And that is to do with everyone's favorite Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian. Season 2 has been released as of the As of this episode being aired And on on top of that And it was
1: episode on October 30th is when it started When it was streaming
0: Yep And on top of that Disney has put up a model in the Lego store at Disney Springs Of the child And you can see it on Instagram We will put the link in the show notes For you guys to click on and go see it I think it's adorable I think it's absolutely adorable And it looks so wonderful It's so detailed
1: Yeah, it really is And it's it's really cool And it's entirely of Legos
0: mm-hmm. so. Entirely out of Legos I have to wonder Those things
1: I don't know I don't know But what else do you have for us? There's one more bit, right?
0: Yes, lastly, there is at least some short-term good news With regards to the Disney cast members Disney has called back about 200 of them To work in the shopping and dining facilities Over on Buena Vista Street in California Adventure Park Which also means that Disney might be a little bit closer To opening back up Disneyland in California
1: Yeah, I don't know when it'll be open Like, we're used to it being open but um, but at the very least They're able to open up They're navigating around The governor's orders To the point that they're able to open up Dining and shopping Because that's part of A different segment So no rides You can't just walk through California Adventure Park To anywhere you want to go you're, you're limited to Buena Vista Street But um, But you know at this point the guys out in California they all need some disney fix some way somehow and this is one way for them to get even just a smidgen of disney magic you know even if it's just a touch even if you're just there to go look at one shop and then just kind of just kind of be there to be in the moment you know i think that's that's beneficial so I don't yeah. know. How, I don't know how long that'll be open. I don't know if it's just for the holiday season or if it's ongoing. But um, hopefully, um, that short-term good news will turn into long-term good news. You know.
0: I agree. I yeah. hope it. I hope it's a long-term thing because the people of California, from what my friend Jaden has told me, because she lives in California, people are getting really unhappy over there.
1: Yeah. Yeah And you know we, we just Our thoughts go out to every single one of them You know so Yep Now um, There are some ways To keep the magic flowing maybe a little bit And you can do that in connecting with us um, You can connect with us on Facebook We have a group called On the Road with Mickey group And um and it's easily searchable on Facebook. We also have "On the Road with Mickey" um, as our as our Facebook page for the for the show as well. Um, on YouTube, we are we have a YouTube channel also called "On the Road with Mickey." Go figure, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh we yeah. Have- and we have an Instagram account also on the road with Mickey.
0: <laughs> so many weird, hard to remember names. How I on know. earth? Why can't they just pick one?
1: And And Sophie, what's our email address? On the road with Mickey It's info at on the yep. info at on the road with and we have a voicemail. Um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, we're at 919-799-8390. So feel free to reach out to us, touch base with us, give us a show note, show idea if you have something, if you got any cheddar, send it to us, you know. If you see something and you're not sure if we've seen it, send it to us. You can send it to us on any of those methods. And um, and we love to hear from you. So thanks everybody.
0: Definitely. Thank you.
1: All right. So our feature topic this week is the nighttime experiences at Disney And you know, in many people's minds Visiting Disney at night might be where the real magic happens Where it's really almost beyond, far and away better than visiting Disney during the day I don't know if it, if it is or not but uh, we all have our opinions on that And I think when you visit nighttime, Disney at night It can be a, sh- a phenomenal experience so,
0: It really can
1: So we wanted to touch base on some of the things that we've done in the past And things that we're looking forward to in the future as well As things we can do with regards to, um, to Getting some of those nighttime experiences You know, Things we're going to look forward to Post-COVID, you know So, Sophie, let's just shoot out a few of these thoughts that we have And tell me what you think of them, okay? Okay So go for the first one
0: Well, of course, there is the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party That happens in the fall At least it would happen during normal years When there's not a pandemic going around
1: Sure And, you know, we, we, we were able to see that As you if you've heard um, You know us talk about Previous episodes we were able to experience That last year and that was Really cool and um, We're looking forward to when we can Experience it again right Sophie
0: Oh yes definitely I love the Halloween party
1: Yeah and I, I hear that Jagan's already Planning um, Some costume designs For the next time we do it
0: Oh yeah, she what, is.
1: you want to spill the beans on that or no
0: nope
1: no we're holding that one a secret till later huh
0: That one's a secret between me, Jagan and Aunt Sheila.
1: okay okay well then we will skip that for the next time
0: mm-hmm. but um however but, yeah when yeah. we do meet up in November she does want me to wear my Stella Lou costume
1: mm-hmm.
0: So you're going to have to bring that down for me, okay?
1: Yeah, I will I Thank
0: will. you um,
1: It was already on our list of things to, to bring Thank you No problem And you know, another thing that happens in, the, in this time period um, After the Halloween party ends, of course Is the Very Merry Christmas party Which um, isn't something we've experienced yet And they're not having it this year but it's on my list to do in the future, and so, you know, just the thought of all the chocolate chip cookies and hot chocolate you could drink um, <laughs> and eat, and um, special parade down Main Street um, with it snowing on Main Street—that's to me is just sounds really cool, and I and it just seems really neat. Like that would be something cool to to experience.
0: It is. It does sound amazing, especially I think because they have hot chocolate stations around the park. Like Mm -hmm. at at the Halloween party, they have candy stations because trick or treating. But at the Christmas party, they have hot chocolate and candy cane stations. I think.
1: Yeah. And then of course there's the old chocolate chip cookies too are also served.
0: Yep, I think so. And then of course there's the old Christmas shop, which is open year round, but ornaments.
1: That's true. That's very true. So. <laughs> so yeah, some really cool stuff there. Um, you know, one of the things that I really like about um, about Disney, and I look forward to when they bring it back, is evening extra magic hours.
0: I. Wholeheartedly agree
1: I mean I have so many stories From evening extra magic hours I have the time that Mommy and I went to ride the carousel And you and Stephanie went To go ride Dumbo And while we were in line for the carousel We saw Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse Get on Dumbo With a couple of guests That just happened to be there Um, and And they just were like Come on, ride with us And um, and so they got to ride With Mickey Mouse And with Minnie Mouse On Dumbo That was cool I,
0: I could have sworn that was during the day
1: That was at night Oh That was extra magic hours time And I got pictures So um, So that's really cool to For me to remember And then Um and then another story, of course, is the time you weren't there at this one, but the time that um, mommy and I were with Steph and Shane, and we we got to see Steph proposed to in front of Cinderella Castle by Shane, mm-hmm. and that was several years back now. Gosh, yep, it's
0: I think that, I had decided to. how fast
1: that change that goes. So
0: I think I had decided to go with. Maddie and Miss Monica.
1: Yeah, yeah, you had. So that was 2012. Wow. So that's that's quite a long time ago. Um, but like... those are memories that happened during evening extra magic hours. So cool, such great
0: memories. Yep.
1: And and another thing, the last thing I'll say about this one is that you know. Sometimes just wandering around World Showcase In the evening Is just so relaxing It's so cool it, It's oh, just yeah. really neat Because it's just It's just, you know, so peaceful You know?
0: It so. is It really is because It's the time of the day Or night When all of the families with the little kids That are too sleepy to go on Have left the park And they're going back to their rooms So you can just walk
1: Yeah You can just stroll around Around World Showcase You know, and it's just really neat To me, so What about you? Do you have any special Memories from evening Extra Magic Hours?
0: I think I just like to be there When when it's going on Yeah Yep. And then of course there are the fireworks shows.
1: True. The fireworks the fireworks at nine o'clock at Epcot and the time is very, of course, at Magic Kingdom. And they even have fireworks at Hollywood Studios. So so yep. those are those are definitely worth checking out and experiencing. And and I I'm you know, I'm ready for fireworks to be back. And it's funny because I never liked fireworks. The sound of fireworks and all when I was a lot younger. So
0: Oh yeah, I was the same way. Yeah. Yeah, we had very sensitive hearing when I was back in those years and we just could not stand the the sound of fireworks. We had to watch them from inside a building like Cosmic Rays, I think.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And buff- but then, but then we got earplugs, and then everything—all of a sudden, it was like a whole new world, you know.
0: A whole new there you world. Go. You walked right <laughs> into that one.
1: I was, I was tossing that one for you to to start singing <laughs> on purpose.
0: Oh, sure you were. I was. I
1: okay. was.
0: Okay, <laughs> whatever you say.
1: Do you remember Sophie, um, the Animal Kingdom block party? At Dino Land USA,
0: I remember stories that you have told me about it, but I can't say that I remember it personally.
1: Okay, well, I'll I'll have to text you over a picture, um, because I have several pictures of it. But for those that don't know, it used to be that Animal Kingdom never closed or never stayed open. For evening extra magic hours, because the animals needed to be taken care of and and put you know put in their pens and whatnot for for sleep and so forth. Um, so they always closed at like five or six o'clock. Um, but one time, this is like two thousand seven or eight, so this is several years back. And Sophie I'm not surprised, you don't remember it because you were very young then. Um, one day they did have extra magic hours, and I think it only extended to DinoLand USA. I don't think it went anywhere else. You could only go into DinoLand USA, and mm-hmm. we were able to do that. And they had a block party right on the road that heads towards Dinosaur, and where and where the um, the Triceratops spin. Is and and all those and all in that area. They made it into a block party, and Chippendale were there, and Goofy was there, and um, and it was just so much fun because it was just, you know, they were playing music, kids were dancing, the characters were dancing. It was just a lot of fun. Wow, just a lot of fun, and I have a several pictures of you with. Dale so um, and also with Goofy. So I'm not sure what's going on. My my something's talking. <laughs> I
0: think I think that's Siri.
1: I'm not even sure it is, but anyway, I don't know where it's coming from. So so pardon the interruption, please, folks. <laughs> this is what this is what happens when things happen. But anyway, and that was a lot of fun And so so I really enjoyed that time And I don't think I've seen it since Now, of course, it's not as hard to get extra magic hours Or evening hours at Animal Kingdom because of Pandora and all that And that's actually one I don't even have on the list Is the nighttime scenes at Pandora But
0: Oh yeah Pandora is stunning at night Both in the movie and and in, the, and in the park
1: Yeah Okay So what do you have that you want to talk about next on, on our list?
0: Well I have to say I already mentioned the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom and Epcot But actually a lot of my nighttime memories They don't really take place at Disney World They take place at Disneyland over in California And two of those would be Fantasmic. I have never seen Fantasmic in Hollywood Studios, where the where it takes place in Walt Disney World. I always saw Fantasmic in Disneyland, in the canal that separated Tom Sawyer Island from the rest of the park.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what, Sophie? I'm the same way. I have only seen it at Disneyland.
0: And I personally think it's better there because I don't know about fantastic, <laughs> but you can get up close and personal with all the water shows that are going on in that canal because you're right up against the guardrail that keeps you from falling in.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and that's the that's the Rivers of
0: America, I think.
1: America. Yeah. Rivers of America is what it's called. Um and that is neat, and of course Neither one of us having seen it yet In Hollywood Studios We, we don't know sense. if You know, yeah. that might be It might be the same exact You know, it might not, you know It's different, obviously, in the setting Because they have an amphitheater for Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios That they don't have at Disneyland But um, But the show might yeah. be exactly the same So I don't know, but it was cool To see it there, you know, and and you know, part of the problem with Fantasmic for us has always been that it. Um, a lot of times when we were ready to go see it, it ends up being canceled because of weather or something. So, so that that's why we've never seen it at Hollywood Studios.
0: Yep, that and I think it just it's so late of a show too, and yeah. it's not right in the middle of everything where everyone can see it. You have to be in a in a specific place To go see Fantasmic When it's at Hollywood Studios But you could see Fantasmic Right as you're walking down the lane Of New Orleans Square Or Frontierland At Disneyland Because it's almost like a, a fireworks show there
1: Yeah, you're right You're right So that's, that's good information to remember um, mm-hmm. So tell me about World of Color You like World of Color, huh?
0: Oh yeah, World of Color is the absolute best. I don't I have not been to California Adventures since they switched it from Par well, actually I have been to Pixar Pier, haven't I? But I do not remember if World of Color was still a thing in Pixar Pier, while as it was the main it was the crown jewel of night at Paradise Pier, which was in California. Which is the second half of the Disneyland Resort in California Mm -hmm. And the world of color It is absolutely stunning to see This picture that I have behind me It does not do it justice You have to see it for yourself in order to understand how truly beautiful it is And my favorite memory of it Is actually on my Sweet 16 My parents had shipped me off to California for three weeks for my sixteenth birthday, and on the day that I turned sixteen, at 7:57 p.m. California Pacific time, Mm -hmm. I was. We ate lunch at one of the reservation. We ate dinner. At one of the reservation restaurants in the park Me, Jagan, and Aunt Sheila They were the ones that were there at my party And then we went over to California Adventure Because we had fast passes for World of Color And it was the first attraction that I went on as, That I went to as a 16-year-old And it was just so pretty We had perfect spots to see it
1: Did you get wet?
0: No, I don't think so If we did, then it was just a spritz Which is not wet enough for me
1: Yeah Okay, that's a good memory, Sophie
0: It's a great memory Yeah And I wish you could have been there for it But no, you sent me off on my own
1: Well, that was intentional We wanted you to have that experience with you and Jagan, you know?
0: I agree Thank you for that But I do wish (laughs) you could have been there to see it
1: Well, We'll be there for maybe for your next birthday, you know. We'll my 20th,
0: my 20th birthday,
1: yeah, coming up
0: or my 21st. We'll see.
1: Speaking of 21st birthday, I have something I would like to do with you for your 21st birthday.
0: I'm not gonna ask what that is.
1: There is at the boardwalk this really, really Fun venue. And a lot of people will know what it is. It's called Jelly Rolls. And it's a bar, but you don't have to drink alcohol there. Okay. They have a small cover charge. I think the last time I went was not last year. So not 2019, but probably 2018. I think my cover charge was like 15 bucks. So not a huge amount, right? And they feature. Dueling piano bar It's a dueling piano bar Where they have two pianos Put face to face on each other And two performers Working out and playing songs And it is so much fun, Sophie Now I say 21 Because you have to be 21 in order to get in Um, And that would be a fun event To take you to For your 21st birthday I think you would absolutely love it Thank you Even though you probably wouldn't want any alcohol Any more than I did And
0: um Mommy wouldn't want me to have any alcohol
1: Yeah But I think you would love the music You would love the, the Energy that comes out of it And I think it's definitely Something we should plan on doing For your 21st birthday Thank you So We'll keep that in mind. That would be June of 2022.
0: Keeping that in mind, definitely. Okay. Now, what else can we talk about with regards to the nighttime experience?
1: Well, you know, sometimes the best experiences are the most laid back. You know?
0: I will agree with that.
1: You know, my friend Cindy, not my wife Cindy, My friend Cindy, who is a regular follower of On the Road with Mickey, so thank you, Cindy. She um, commented, I asked this question in the Facebook group. I asked what some of their favorite nighttime things to do at Disney were. And she said, Tomorrowland at night. And you know, Tomorrowland... When it's night out and it's lit up the way it lights up, is so cool. You know, it is so cool. And to me, taking it a step further, just going up, and I can't wait for the day we can ride the People Mover again. But, oh my you know, gosh, I... taking in a ride of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover at night is phenomenal entertainment. And that is like some high class. Relaxing Disney magic that just happens, and you know, and it's and it's so easy to do. You're not you're not having to make a special reservation. You just show up and you get on, and you enjoy like a five or ten minute ride, you know. And it's at night, so. Yep. I think the only the only time the people mover is better than just as it is is when you're riding the people mover at night.
0: I will agree with that However, you have to admit That feeling that nice soothing breeze on your face As you just ride along That is a great thing When it's really hot
1: well, That's true too That's true too But it, to me, the light the, the scenery and the scenic views At night is what really makes it So So anyway That's that's one of the things I like to do Yep And then um, another of my friends, Lynn She actually said that she likes to just people watch You know, while you're sitting on a bench eating popcorn And you know what, that's got a lot of draw to me right now also Just relaxing, taking it all in Watching the kids who are, like you said Sophie, about to pass out Because they've had such a fun day you know, and just watching them fall off to sleep while while their parents push them in the stroller or whatever, and just just soaking in the magic, you know, that ambiance of that whole that whole setting. You know, one of my favorite things we did when we were in, at Disney in July was when we were in Town Square, just listening to the music, yeah, and hearing the music from up. That That was spoke volumes You know
0: The music from Up is one of Disney's Greatest compositions Yeah, That's all I have to say Yeah That, so anyway, song, that song Captures life In a yeah, nutshell
1: It sure does It sure does So those are just some other examples of What you can do at Disney at night You know And You know, there's no extra, you're not having to make a reservation for a special dining event or whatever. Although, you know, you mentioned the fireworks, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot. And we have two experiences that we did. Um, We did one of them at Epcot in 2013 with the Pixies. You remember what that was?
0: I'm trying to think, trying to think. It was a
1: nighttime experience. Wasn't
0: that the food and wine festival?
1: No, not in this instance. Um, in this instance, in 2013, um, Lisa organized a Pixie get together.
0: The dessert and one party? Of
1: the, the dessert party at Italy. Yep. One of the things they did was they did, Epcot was having a dessert party at the, at the Italian Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italy Pavilion And it was on that section of the pavilion That juts out to the water And so it was like a private Little balcony sort of thing And it was really cool Good food, we got to see the fireworks Right from where we were um, It was just really neat We got to see illuminations right there And then also We have done the um, The dessert party For Wishes um, from Tomorrowland From the Tomorrowland oh, yeah. Terrace With Aunt Sheila And and I think with um, Leanne and Riley So it was Aunt Sheila Uncle Randy And Jagan, The three Ryan. of us Yeah And then so. I think Riley And Leanne I think mm-hmm. So I think there were eight of us So
0: Oh yeah I don't know why I count No nine Wait. Nine Oh, right I forgot Uncle Sean wasn't there
1: No, he doesn't come to Disney as often as Aunt Aunt Leanne does But anyway, so that was a lot of fun, you know?
0: Yeah So those
1: are two other things that you can do um, When things get back to normal, you know? And all these these sorts of ideas are just things to wet your whistle And get you to start thinking ahead For that next trip that you want to take, right?
0: Oh, yeah And then, of course, there's pretty much all of Disney Springs
1: That's true That's true Disney
0: Springs is great at nighttime Yeah Absolutely wonderful It may not be Disney Well, it may not be the parks Right But The atmosphere yeah. You could people watch in the parks, you could people watch there. The ambience it it just changes when the sun goes down.
1: Yeah, it does. And if it, and if you're shopping at Disney Springs during this during the summer months, shopping there at night is the way to go because it does cool down quite a bit, you know. So so that really makes it worth it. Um you know, I have two last things I wanna I wanna add to our list of things that that we t- that we do at night. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is actually something my friend Kathy, who's one of my clients, told me that we need to do, and she said that riding Seven Dwarfs Mine Train during the fireworks is phenomenal for her, and the reason oh. it is is because when you come out of the tunnel. The view is absolutely amazing
0: Well then
1: So that's Looks something like ha- to put on our list Especially during a fireworks show
0: Oh okay. yeah, definitely So that's
1: something to check on our list for later on um, And then the other thing You notice my background, Sophie With Spaceship Earth in the back And the, and the beautiful colors, you know
0: Oh yeah
1: It's just I was just lucky that I was able to take that picture but um, but that's just one of the things that's really cool to do at night is to take photographs of different Disney areas at night because Definitely. sometimes the the colors and the way that it bounces off of different things just really opens it up and makes it just sparkle you know oh, so. Yeah. Taking photos at night at Disney can be really worth the time and and getting things you know gathered mm-hmm. together to make it happen. So
0: it is just beautiful, absolutely so. gorgeous, and I really have to say I'm thinking that nighttime at Disney is my favorite time at Disney now.
1: Okay, I think it is for me. You know, it's just. I've always, you know, when we talk about evening or when we talk about extra magic hours at Disney, uh, you know, we've done both. We've done morning extra magic hours and we've done evening extra magic hours. And the morning extra magic hours, you basically get like an extra hour um, before the park opens. And at night, it used to be that you got three hours extra. Now I think it's two hours extra when they do it. Um, And, of course, right now they're not doing it at all because of COVID Yeah, um,
0: I always remember it being two hours extra
1: Well, at one point I think it was three But anyway, um, you know, I just think being there at night just has a different draw, you know And it kind of reminds me of when we were staying at the Grand Californian And our balcony was looking over Paradise Pier and we were able to hear the music, you know, and exactly that that, that was mm-hmm. right there off our balcony was Mickey's fun wheel, you know?
0: Yep. And it was it was a beautiful thing to see. I
1: yeah. will
0: tell you that right now. Yeah. The colors I cannot stress enough how much this picture doesn't do it justice. I picked poorly with this one.
1: Oh no, I think it's an awesome picture. I think it's an awesome picture. But Hearing the music as, they're, as the park is winding down And mm-hmm. it's closed And you're drifting off to dreamland And you're hearing that music out there Oh it's just phenomenal
0: <laughs> And then of course On an off chance I just looked up pictures of rivers of light Oh my gosh I'm so sad that we didn't see that
1: Yeah Yeah I know oh. I think rivers of light could have been um, Animal Kingdom's version of World of Color
0: Yeah, by the looks of it, it was
1: And you're right, I wish it was going on But, you know, a lot of things aren't going on right now So, maybe in the future, maybe Hold out hope, maybe one day they'll bring it back, you know Maybe So, so anyway, but that Um, That's all I've got for our feature topic Do you have one last happy note you want to leave us on?
0: No, I don't I think that's it for the feature topic I do have a lot of stuff I want to talk about For this day in Disney history, though
1: Okay, well why don't you go ahead and start us off What do you got for November 2nd?
0: I've got There were actually tons of different things I could have chosen for November 2nd I actually ended up taking one out that I was going to talk about Okay But I shall start this spans over the course of over 100 years Wow So I'm taking you all the way back to 1832 Okay November 2nd, a very special man was born and he was born, Keppel Disney, Walt's paternal grandfather, to oh. Arundel Elias Disney and Maria Swand, in Ireland.
1: Okay, okay. Well, that's cool. Yep. So is it Keppel? K E B. Is it boy E L or
0: Keppel? K K E P P L E. Keppel Disney.
1: Okay. So if Keppel wasn't around Then Walt wouldn't have been around
0: That is correct
1: And none of that in your background In my background would be here probably
0: Exactly
1: Okay Well, thank you for Keppel Being born on November 2nd
0: 1832 Mm Mm-hmm Wow And then over 100 years later In 1963 The Dapper Dans. Sang with Julie Andrews and Wally Boag at a special Disneyland press-only event on the Golden Horseshoe stage to promote next year's release of Mary Poppins.
1: That's right. Mary Poppins was released in 1964 and Wally Bogue was one of the longest running performers at the was it the Diamond Horseshoe?
0: The Golden Horseshoe Golden
1: Horseshoe is what it was over in Disneyland Diamond Horseshoe is what it is at Disney World
0: That is correct
1: Alright, good stuff And the Dapper Dance performed with them
0: Mm Mhm. And then I'm still not done I know Then we have three things again that all happened on the same day However, I'm only going to talk about two of them Okay In 2001, my birth year I was only a few months old when this happened November 2nd, 2001 Disney's animated feature Monsters, Inc. Featuring the voices of John Goodman and Billy Crystal opens It is the fourth feature collaboration between the Walt Disney Company and Pixar But the first film Pixar has released, not directed, by John Lasseter
1: Wow Hey Sophie, what can I fill you in on a little secret? What last weekend, mommy, last Sunday, mommy and I went to the movies, and we saw Monsters Inc. And I had no idea it was that close to the release time, because you know in the movies, they're they're open some of them, but um, but they're very limited in their seating. And yep. they're and they're pretty much just running movies that had been out before. So I'm like, mm-hmm. let's go see Monsters Inc. And it was very economical for us, and we had a good time. And I don't think we ever saw it because, like we said, you were you were just a baby, so we wouldn't have gone to see it.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure you did. You said I... that my first movie in the theater was around December.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't Monsters Inc. I'm certain of that.
0: Hmm. Well, okay, I still think it was Monsters, Inc Anyway The dates are just too close
1: I don't think it was, but it was a Disney movie I'll ask Mommy if she remembers, I'll get back with you Anyway, so what's your other bit?
0: Well, this one is to do with a very, very not well-known park that used to be at Disney World Do you know which one I'm talking about? It was a water park
1: I was going to say, is it the one that was over by Fort Wilderness?
0: It is called Disney's River Country
1: River Country, yeah
0: mm -hmm, It was the first water park at the Walt Disney World Resort And on November 2nd, 2001, it closed Positioned on the shore of Bay Lake near Discovery Island River Country featured a rustic wilderness theme Complete with rocks and man-made boulders First opening in June 1976 Disney had decided to close it Due in part to Florida laws Prohibiting the use of natural bodies of water For water park use It has not been set foot in since
1: Except for the occasional Trespasser.
0: Trespasser. Who goes over yep. there
1: to go camping and then gets busted and banned for life.
0: <laughs> yep. Because but, I yeah. do believe I there was bacteria was was. and stuff in that water. It. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it sure
1: was. Would... Yeah.
0: So, so that's that. That's all I got.
1: All right. Well that's good stuff. Thank you, Sophie. Um I think that's neat, you know, and I never went to river country but um but you know I think it would have been fun back in the day so
0: well maybe aside from the potential dangers and hazards there
1: yeah exactly well that brings us to my disney who's who character and full disclosure this is who I was going to use last week and since I had technical issues and did not do a who's who character I um, am going to use her today And Sophie already remembers who it is
0: I absolutely do
1: And it is my niece Stephanie's favorite character At least it used to be Um,
0: I think it still is
1: You think it still is? Yeah, I think it still is Her name is Marie And she is a cat from the Aristocats She is a small white Turkish Angora kitten She and her brothers Live with their mother, Duchess In Madame Adelaide Bonfamille's home in Paris I hope I'm pronouncing that correct
0: You pronounced it right
1: she, Marie prides herself on being a lady Although she does her best to mimic her mother's behavior, she often comes across as prissy and spoiled But Marie is not above a good fight and has been known to enjoy a rumble with her brothers from time to time She is also likely to tattle on them if she does not get her way Marie is a dreamer with her head always in the clouds She also has a beautiful singing voice and is a hopeless romantic She is the first to welcome Thomas O'Malley to the family As the kitten's new stepfather And did you know, Sophie That mm-hmm. Marie is a middle child
0: I remember you telling me that However, I had always thought That she was the youngest
1: And she is also the only female kitten Well, yes And Um, Marie starred in her own Japanese music video Called Disney Marie Walk in Paris
0: Yes I actually Went and watched that after we were done
1: I did too And it was really cool
0: I think it was wonderful
1: And then Marie is named After the French queen Marie Antoinette In original concept art for the film She was called Marie Antoinette but this was later shortened to just Marie. So that's my Disney Who's Who character for this week. And I love it. Last quote are we
0: going for?
1: My Walt Disney quote is on progress and innovation. And we are going to talk about audio animatronics. And audio animatronics are sound and animation through electronics It's opened a whole new door for us We can program whole shows on a tape The tape sends signals and the little figures go to work And they sing and act and move According to the impulse that comes from the tape This is all possible because of this big drive That we've had on the space age development The electronic age and that is my Walt Disney quote So So that pretty much wraps us up Except for our charity spotlight Sophie, do you want to talk about our charity spotlight today?
0: I would absolutely love to okay,
1: The charity go for it.
0: that we are spotlighting today Is the one that we will be spotlighting Throughout the end of the year And that is the Noose River Golden Retriever Rescue we are very fond of this of this charity and we actually have a personal level with it because it's where we got both of our dogs, River and Reagan, and they were golden retrievers and we just want to uh, put this charity out in the spotlight and as well we want to thank them for bringing us the loving boys that we have in our family.
1: Yeah. And if you are interested in learning more about them You can go to their website Which is goldenrescuenc.org And they have a donate now button Or a donate button If you're interested in donating And if you live in the North Carolina area You can also um, look at the, the photos they have of the dogs And see if there's any that you might be interested in meeting And maybe Um, Adopting for your own family You know So.
0: Mm -hmm. And I just have to say this Rescue dogs are pure Angels And if you have never Ever had a rescue dog before I would recommend it I would highly recommend it Especially Goldens
1: Exactly Alright well good job Sophie And that wraps us up So I just want to say that On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. Tech Solutions is found at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook, and you can reach Mike for travel needs at mike at pixievacations.com or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Sophie, thank you for joining me. Thank you
0: for having me
1: And I always enjoy seeing you I enjoy
0: seeing you too, Daddy Thank you So,
1: So, we will
0: See you on the road See you on the road Bye. Bye